good day and good night and good morning and good evening and good time for Christmas and holidays and things. Welcome to the Tag and Brando podcast. <laughs> all, all the good has been wished upon you. You, so. you have significantly been wished upon. I am Taggart, and this is Brendo. And we'd like to welcome you to the podcast. If you're the first time listener, then what in the jazz trumpet is taking you so long? Uh, thanks for joining us. We are going to have ourselves a conversational time. Me and Brandon are going to just, we're talking. We're just going to talk about such. Uh, we're going to have a, a question of the day. A triggered memory. We're going to talk about what's new with us by telling each other what the new is. Um, And that's the podcast. If you're like, what's this? Then stay and listen. If you're also like, what's this? And you don't want to stay and listen, get out of here. Why are you here anyways? But we appreciate it. And actually, we'd really like you to stay. Anyways. um, What's up, Brandon? How you doing? I'm doing great. I think it's funny because I... There's a lot of times when podcasts uh, that I listen to, <clears throat> they'll be, you know, they'll do their intro, uh-huh. welcome new listeners, as as you do, oh, and everything, uh-huh, but sometimes uh-huh. they'll, like, they'll say stuff, like, when they'll be going along, and then they'll be like, oh, if you're new, you know, to the episode or whatever, and it's just like, this isn't the radio, man. Like people don't jump in in the middle of podcasts oh. <laughs> usually. Right. Like like they they download the podcast or they stream it from beginning to end and if they need to leave, you know, or something, they pause it and then come back to that exact same spot later. I don't know, it's just kind of a weird holdover for some people to be like it's like, oh, well, maybe they didn't hear it earlier in the episode. It's like, well, what were they doing? <clears throat> Very anyway. strange. Well, I will say that sometimes, I mean, yes, in an episode, people don't usually jump in straight away. But sometimes people will grab a, a random episode to start listening to a podcast with. Oh, for sure. For sure. We yeah. had somebody this last week from Russia listen Ooh. to one of our podcasts. So thank you. Um, Hopefully it's helping you keep warm. <laughs> in your freezing cold winterness stereotype but that's fine it's probably freezing there um it's it's not a stereotype for russia <laughs> russia know. is the stereotype <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> nice man um well yeah yeah well yeah. welcome to all our international listeners and national oh. listeners right either way federal yeah. Whatever, whatever you got. So, uh, so yeah. So let's start it out. B, what what do you got for us today, in the way of a question of the day? So, we've talked before about being responsible with time travel. Yes. Right. Yes. Like having having like a clear plan on what you would do with the ability to time travel. But let's say. You don't have control necessarily over your time travel as much as you would like. Okay. And you are all of a sudden jettisoned back in time 
we're going to go with, let's say, 25 years. Decent, decent round number. 25 years, and all you really got is the clothes on your back. So we're not going Terminator style, because that just, that stinks. But we're going Marty McFly style. You don't really realize what's going on. You jump in this car. Boom, bam. Now you're, you're, now you're back in 25 well, years late. Or let me 25 just... 25 years... Let me just say real quick. Free. If you have the ability to create a time machine, create one that doesn't destroy your clothes on the way. I mean, come on. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, no, they, they, they had to go into it naked. Okay. Well, okay. Then, anyway. Then, yeah. then point them, them, but also why? Yeah. So, 25 years in the past. So, we're looking at... Yeah, what? 95. 1995. 1995. Bro. Yeah. And and you are are in this this mysterious time. How do you convince the people around you, say you need to, convince them that you are a time traveler? Right. Uh, how would I convince them that I'm a time traveler from f- 15 years in the future? Wait, 20 25. years? 25. 25 years in the future. Math? So probably not dazzling with my math skills. <laughs> <laughs> we know things in the future that you could, couldn't even imagine. <laughs> you want to add 25 to this 1995? Let me show you. Um, I think that's a tough question. That's hard. That's hard. It depends on the person, right? Obviously, if it's me, mm-hmm. I think I could probably do it, right? If I had to convince myself that I'm an older oh, person Oh, okay. you got to you, convince your past self. Right. Okay. That's a good place to start. Interesting. Don't you think? Um, you know, because I know a lot of things that uh, other people don't know about this individual. And uh, you, you, and you haven't aged that much. I mean, no, you can still pull off. <laughs> no, I mean, what was I? Ninety five. <laughs> I would have been four, fourteen, turning fourteen that year. So I, yeah, yeah, I would be like, "Yo, dude, check me." You're, 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 you're getting into your face. Check your, me out. Your body stretch, right? Status, right? And I'd be like, "Turn off all the lights." I can navigate this house like a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that as, as a proof of familiarity. Right, right. Just be like, blindfold me, I will get to the kitchen. Exactly. I will pour myself a glass of milk. I will take out uh, that giant tub of peanut butter that we always have, and I will make myself a little sandwich. Exactly. With a big old block of cheese. I know where the big old block of cheese is. Right. I know where the the, the orange bread knife is that we always have. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I could yeah. go do any of that kind of stuff. I could navigate your house <laughs> at that point. I know. So I know. Right now, what would that really prove? I don't know. You could do it, but not everybody can do it, right? I'm like, look at our similarities. We are the same height. That is neat. (laughs) And also, yeah, that would be a, I think that would be a really good one. Um, Okay. That would be fun. Uh, So that's. So you would, you would rely on yourself 
14 year old Taggart to then help convince other people that you are future Taggart. Uh, I mean, that would be a losing battle. Uh, 14 year old Taggart was gosh, uh, uh, a very, uh, nervous socialite as it were. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The man didn't talk to people. So that would be hard if that was like my, my, my mouthpiece to convince the world. Uh, I don't think, I don't think the word would get out. But uh, this child is from your time. <laughs> Look at me. I am just a future version of this child, not his father, which would make a lot of sense or an uncle. Right. I am direct. Yeah. People would be like, uh, why is he turning beet red? Why isn't he saying anything? Why did his pits his- just automatically sweat like crazy? Uh, is he okay? <laughs> like, this is oh. his normal state of being. <laughs> Poor kid. Because, yeah, if, if you're trying to convince the world, and say you do have your uh, your past self backing you up, you uh-huh. know, it's like, yeah, I mean, this guy seems to look a lot like me with a beard and, like, hair on his back and stuff. And, um, yeah, but this is 1995. So like DNA is like a thing, but right. DNA is like expensive to run. Like you think in like the OJ trial where like right. people don't really understand how it works. You're watching the X-Files and the X-Files are like, but what is DNA? Like you can't go down <laughs> to Ancestry and you know, dot com and get right. your 23andMe done to show that you two are the exact same person. Right. You have to, like, like convince some serious peeps to get I, access to... I just, um, exactly. I'd just be like, listen, listen to both of us laugh. It's basically the same. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll tell something that I know younger me will think is funny and we will both laugh. Ready? Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, that's interesting. So okay, so you your your go to is definitely Okay, I can see that. That that actually makes a lot of sense. If you could find your your past self, you don't touch them because no. you don't know what the rules are. Right, right. Yeah, we're talking, you know, if the universe doesn't automatically explode, then yeah, we're well, not time copping this. We're we're yeah. we're we're in like Flynn, and uh, we're gonna figure this out. But um, but yeah, yeah, that's basically the route I would go if I could find myself. If I if myself is not around, I would be like like if you're in another part of the country or something, right? I would be like, okay, you can't, where you can't call an Uber, right? If we're in '95, I'm like, okay, ma'am, sir. Where are we in France? <laughs> Do you know what is happening currently in the TV show Friends? No? Yes. Oh, friends. friends. I thought you said France. You thought I said what? France. Oh. You are in France. Where currently are we, we in France. France? Do you speak French? I failed this class. Um, See. No, but I would. The interesting thing about. Yeah. 95 would be an interesting time to do this because like 
you you would think like oh well I could just like whip out my phone and show them how like cool future tech is, but at the same time, like your phone would be really cool because you have like you know you wouldn't be able to call anybody because the cell phone towers wouldn't recognize your signal right you know Verizon or T-Mobile or whatever wasn't really a thing at that time, so it's not like it's getting so. any signal right. Wi-Fi is not a thing, so you're not, like, connecting to the internet. So half your apps are garbage. Absolutely. Half, more than half your apps are nothing. You would basically be able to be like, listen, it's a video camera and a awesome, way better camera than you've seen and a calculator and I got some sweet games on here. And yeah. Well, I mean, I got like some songs on my phone. So I would pull up the songs. I would play a tune and be like, check it out. And they're like, what? What's an iPod? Um, <laughs> um, iPod? But let's, seriously, like, I would be like, where, where are we in Friends? I'm going to tell you what happens and I'm going to spoil it for you and you're going to be upset. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, Seinfeld is it, it's over. I'm sorry. Like, it's all gonna you, be the yeah, last. All you'd really have season. to do, all you'd really have to do, is say, okay, let's sit down, let's watch the current episode, and I will quote as many lines as I know along with the characters, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Whoa!" Either he's from the future or he works on Friends. Um, and I will do this week after week. Right. I will do it for stuff that isn't even written yet. Right, exactly. How long do you need me to stay here? I'll stay locked and in And I room. will still be upset. And I will still be upset when Joey and Rachel try to get together. What is that? And they'll, yeah, exactly. They'll be like, huh? What? Eh? What's going on? Uh, Anyways. So, yeah. So, yeah, okay. I don't know. What about you? So, so definitely like the, the convincing of yourself kind of a thing. Um, I mean, we may have touched on this before, but I, I have a question to ask myself. And you had a a clone and you had already formulated, formulated this question, uh, when you were back in 1995. So I have had the, the, the answer to the question ever since I was like, yeah, like in kindergarten, so like, okay, uh, like ninety or whatever, like ninety one or something like that. So like, if I went back and I was a child, I could ask myself this question, and I know that I'm, like, my answer would be the first thing that I would think of, and everything, uh-huh. and so it would be more of a when so this happens, like- you think of this. Right? And you'd be like, oh my gosh, like I totally think of that. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Whereas if, and I've had this question for a long time, probably about uh, 15 or so years. So I can't ask the question because if the question gets out and then somebody pretends to be me from the future now, then they could ask me the question first. And so, you know, it's like having the, you know, uh, your security questions. It's like, well, we can't show you what the security question is because, you know, 
you might be able to like navigate the answer. You have to know what the question is and what the answer to the question is. Yeah, that makes it any sense. <laughs> yes, I do. So, how so, would you ask it? So, you would ask the question and then and then give the answer. And say, this is the question, yeah. and your answer is going to be this. And then they're like, what? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So like, so it's a kind of a two-part thing where it's just like, you ask me the question, and then I'll answer it. Or you ask me and answer it if I'm unconvinced. Or if I'm trying to convince, I might ask both, whatever. Okay. Kind of like so, ask and answer. so your past self has the question. So you would just say, what's the mm-hmm. question that you should ask a future version of yourself if they were to come back? And then they would right. say, well, it's this. And you would say, this is the answer. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. So, so convincing me that it's me would be pretty easy. But I also, especially in 95, am... Not the most like outright person to just be like, oh yeah, this person's me, like wait, right. like and everything like that. How do I, how do I get on the uh, news? Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. Like, I guess you could do fingerprints, kind of, and just be like, sure, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, that's true. But okay, so let's let's so we we got ourselves convinced, and we're going to use ourselves to convince other people because that's probably the easiest thing. Okay, we're going back. Now we're going back fifty years. Oh, okay, oh, we're going back. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we are we are um, right now in what would that be? Nineteen seventy. Ooh, the seventies, man. Mm. <sighs> that would be rough. Well, it would be. <laughs> it would be interesting. Uh, I'd be down for it again. I would want to find something that I'm somebody I'm connected to, say my mom or my dad. But like, I, th- right. I think convincing them would be difficult. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's, okay, because that's the thing. So it's 1970, right? We're mm-hmm. thinking of like the environment of 1970, right? All of these, all all of the great time travel movies that we are used to and everything have not been made. Right. Like eighties, eighties was like high time travel time. So like 1970s, people don't think about it at all. The time machine had been written, hadn't it? The time machine had been written. Right. And one movie had been made. Maybe. But I mean, like that's what I'm saying is like, like you're not expecting, like you you can you can address time travel. You can say like, oh yeah, like I came from a different time, and people wouldn't be like, oh you mean like Back to the Future? Oh you mean like Bill and Ted? Right. Oh, uh, uh, right. Like all right. that stuff. Like oh you mean like in Terminator? It's like, oh, like that that one book, and it's like yeah, exactly like that one book. <laughs> duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy that yeah. book? Yeah. Yeah. Did did you did did you read that the time machine book? <laughs> you understand anything about time travel theory? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, so that would be so. Yeah. So say you say you 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 found like your parents, right? Or 
one one of which at that time. So and let me delve into the question a little bit more, if if I might. Why okay. are we trying to convince people that we're from the the future? Like, it, do we need that knowledge to get out some reason to get back? Because otherwise, it's not very responsible. It's, it's a time traveler. It's it's true. It's true. I mean, if you think about it, like in, uh, but if you needed somebody's help to I get mean, back, like a Marty yeah, situation, like, okay, yeah, like Marty needs Doc's help to help repair the time machine, right, and and everything to get him back. Whereas his parents, who he would have no chance of convincing that he's a time traveler, except for his dad, maybe he convinces that he's from another planet, but, um, yeah, it would be really weird. To be like, um, like why? Why would I need your help? So yeah, so you have to, you're you're asking for their help to then to get help back. get you back to the future, back to the present. We'll say right. Copyright less. Right, right. Sorry, Zemeckis. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I think it'll be tough, man. Um, if you had some history or some knowledge about history, you could use that to your advantage, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, well, like, uh, what? like frequency, like frequency, right? Hey, I'm little chief, man. Um, so seventies, I, I would seventies is <sighs> tough because, like, what? big tentpole things are you going to talk about? If it was like, you know, early 69 or something, you'd be like, yo, Woodstock's going to happen. And people would be like, what are you talking about? Um, But if it, but no, 70s, you'd just be like, uh, it's, but we're in the year 1970, right? We're we're Mm -hmm. saying 50 years back. November 1970, or what are we? December. I don't know. Whenever. Late in the year 1970. <laughs> oh, I don't know enough oh. about the year 1970 to give a good answer. I know. That's, That's the thing. Is like you would get think back about and you're like, like oh, I don't know. I might be stuck here for a, a few years are, before I can convince some people. I know. A lot of people are going to get drafted. Dixon's going to resign. Um, the JFK assassination already happened, so I can't talk about that. <laughs> but, I mean, I can talk about it. If people want to talk about it, I don't know like what they're going to do. Well, that's the thing. People are like, well, yeah, you could bring that up. Like, where were you when JFK was trying to remember? And you were like, I wasn't born yet. That doesn't convince them, but you could talk about it. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I definitely don't know any any sporting thing. Right. Was the Miami Miami Dolphin thing, was that 71, I want to say? Maybe. I have no idea. No. No idea. <laughs> I don't so know. We're f- and this is the thing. And your phone, again, <clears throat> if your if your phone or your watch or your you know is gonna be your best piece of technology, like you have to get that to an expert in computing to even understand how remarkable it is. Right. You know? Right. Cause like if you take if you take something even like a credit card to um, to somebody and say like, look at this. Like there's there's no other end to stick it in to show that this magnetic strip does anything. 
right. of a thing. And True. then you're to go further than that, like, yeah, if you're looking at your phone, no internet, you know, you're not going to find it. Like, hopefully, I mean, if you're me, you have a charger, but if you don't have a charger, you know, you got whatever battery you got. And right. you're like, I can store like, you know, 5,000 songs on this one device. And they'd be like, okay. But still. Like, yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I don't do that anymore because I like stream my stuff, and so like, ugh, I can't really show you that. But I can take a bunch of pictures and film things. Right. Um, well, I mean, I do have some songs on my phone again, so that the impact would be a lot more than 1995 mm-hmm. if I played played a song in 1970s, especially if it was one that was like, uh, very new, ish. Or even mm-hmm. even from the '90s, they'd be like, "What is this?" Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yo, it's Eagle Eye Cherry, fool." No, I don't have Eagle Eye Cherry on my phone. Um, that's for all those 1998ers out there. You know who you are. Uh, save tonight, anyways. Um, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, the phone, the phone. It's yeah, it's a rough one. Though even even just turning it on so they could see that it was like a screen and you could move it with your finger and stuff, that could be enough for people to be like, "Whoa, what is that? And how are you doing that? And that has a better picture than my television set." Because it because I just looked it up. Does I just looked it up? It's the Miami Dolphins. Nineteen seventy two was when they went undefeated. Okay. And so, so you could say two years for a two while years from now, people are like, really? No. I mean, that would be pretty, if you predicted, I mean, okay. So say you're somewhere and you're helping, trying to convince this person and you're like, okay, in two years, the Miami Dolphins will have an undefeated season. Perfect, you know, season right. and everything like that. Like. That would be so you ha- you have to wait a full year because that's or no I don't know yeah you'd have to wait two years I guess because it's the ninety there's the seventy two season it's not seventy two Super Bowl uh, so uh huh so that sucks <laughs> so that's that's <laughs> my best grab of something <laughs> remarkable you know because like that's the thing in frequency he like pinpoints like this very unique thing that happens at this very specific game. And if you could do that, right. You know, like, Oh, well I've seen this game. Like he's going to, he's, they're going to get, you know, this many points in the first part. And this, that is going to happen. And then this guy is going to get up and he's going to get this and this, and you can call it, you know, scene by scene, like an episode of friends. Right. I mean, the other thing you could do is you could just wait till 1977 and just write Star Wars before. (laughs) Maybe you don't even. Maybe if you're stuck in the 70s, you're just like, screw this. This I'm not getting back. I am claiming Star Wars. I'm gonna make it two years before. (laughs) It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, be funny if it flopped. You're like, well, that didn't work. I know. Oh, the world wasn't ready. The world wasn't ready. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man, that would be hard. That would be that would be really hard. Uh, I think. Yeah. 
though. Yeah. Though, again, you might not need to know a specific uh, event or whatever to show, or at least, mm-hmm. or at least give somebody an inkling. Even though it might not convince them fully, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, without your question, man, that's rough. Seventies is rough. Seventies is oof. Seventies is rough. The seventies is basically the same. Like it's basically the same if you went any further back. It, or like it. I mean, it just gets harder and harder because the concept of time travel just gets you know further and further away. Like if you went back two hundred years. You know, people would just not understand anything you're talking about. And, like, probably your accent would be very weird to them as well. Right. You wouldn't even be able to, to like, hold a good conversation. Oh, man. I just thought of one. But if we're there in November or December of, tw- of 1970, then it's already happened. The Beatles, the Beatles broke up in 1970. <laughs> Okay. But but in April. So we would get there late. We'd be like, yo, the Beatles are going to break up this year. And they're like, yeah, it's already happened, you idiot. And you're like, what? Um, like, um, <laughs> dang it. Yeah. Right. George is going to be the first one to release a solo album. They're like, whatever. I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> you could go, like, you could just start calling out, like, albums and stuff and stuff like that. And, like, yeah, when was, yeah, I mean, when you, was that? I'm mean, even though? trying to think of, like, like significant people like dying or something like that. Like, right. It's, it's hard because 1970, it's like, well, you know, you're like, Oh, Jimi Hendrix is going to die pretty soon here. It's like, well, that's, I mean, that's not the craziest thing to call. He he has a rock and roll (laughs) lifestyle. (laughs) I mean, it's not like most out of the blue kind of thing. So Yeah. I don't know. That would be that would be interesting. So obviously, all this I, I stuff mean, I don't know off the top. I'm like googling it, so it's not helpful. Like in the moment yes, to be like, sure. uh, when was this? Exactly. What was exactly. it? Well, it's like you know, if you went on like the Amazing Race and you're like going to like another country or whatever, you're like, ah, uh, if I had to go off of the knowledge I have right now in my brain, I mean, it'd be okay, but. There'd be a lot of stuff where I'd be like, I just don't know, like, right, how this works and everything. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, out there in the the world of time travel, maybe there are time travelers out there that just have given up. They've they've tried, they've come around, and they've they just they just got no proof, and we're just not believing them. Right, uh, very possible. Poor guys. So, I tip my hat to them and say sorry about being stuck in the 70s. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. That would be so messed if somebody time traveled and however many years they've lived out their life Jumanji style. <laughs> and now and now they were like, oh, like listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, this would have been the way to do it. And now I'm now it doesn't matter because I'm already back to my own timeline. Right. Except I'm old. Except I'm old. We, uh, at a future date, need to talk about the Jumanji movies. Because holy cow, the Jumanji movies are not the same at all. Oh, oh, as the original Jumanji? 
Yeah, the new the new Manji and everything like that versus the old Jumanji, uh-huh. not the same. No, but right, yeah. Well, so that was the question of the day. Yeah, if you guys have ideas on how you would convince people that you are a time traveler, or from if you the future. if you have convinced somebody, convince us. Oh, if you are a time traveler, yes, please. Us. We would like to hear your arguments, and uh, yeah. we would like to know you and figure out what the future is like. So, hit us up. What I just have to, I just have to know. One of my favorite time travel things is from The Big Bang Theory when they're talking about the roommate agreement. Uh huh. And it's like if either of us invent time travel, we will travel back to this moment to prove to ourselves that we have time traveled. They wait a beat. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it's <pretty laughs> so good. good. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What? Uh, what? What are we drumming up from the past now? What triggered memories are we using to well, to get our future self, our past selves, convinced? Well. I had something, and now I'm wondering if we have done something like this. Because you, you talked about... Well, let me ask. So, okay. The question of the the question of the day. The triggered memory was supposed <laughs> to be... Uh, when was the time that you were the most frightened? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, maybe we have some something. Have yeah. we done something like this? Because we talked about you swim, your swim, ex, your swim thing in the middle of the night, night. Yes. Time. Yes. So I think we've done something like that. Um, was that what you were going to talk about, or do you have a different, th- a different time? Um. No, actually, I totally had forgotten about that. <laughs> so that's 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 definitely triggered something. Um, <laughs> Triggering our old conversation. So what if what if we do like um, what is it? What is a a phobia or a fear that you've like overcome? Ooh, like how did how have you overcome? How have you overcome some fear? That's a good question. I don't know if I. Have. I'm scared of everything that I've always been scared of. I've always been scared. Um, but I want to tell a story. Now, this is a good, this is a good, uh, this has triggered something. We're in the segment. That's and all it's, we need. And it's doing its work. Uh, I, 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 um, I don't have a terrible fear, fear of spiders. Um, I, I don't particularly like them much, but like, uh, I will tell you the time that I was most afraid of spiders. Okay. Um, so I, I, at this point, am a y- y- young man in my middle teens, probably. Maybe this is around 1995. Not sure, but maybe. Um, right. Uh, I have seen arachnophobia at this point. Um, Ooh, multi- it's definitely 1995. Multiple times. Um, I'm in bed. And for some reason, I wake up. 
It's probably four or five in the morning. Something ridiculous. It's early. I don't need to be awake yet. Um, I look up and there's a spider on my ceiling, like r- right above my face. <laughs> like dangling. No, not dangling. He's, oh, he's, okay. he's, he's, he's stuck to the ceiling. He's standing okay. on the ceiling, but he's right above my face, like perfectly. And, uh, you know, I woke up and I'm like, why am I awake? And I must have rolled to my back because I don't usually sleep on my back. But I look straight up and he's right there. And I'm like, uh, that's kind of freaking me out. But I'm like tired. And so, you know, I wasn't so scared that I was like, well, I should get up and kill that guy. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but so I like, I don't know. So I like move my head over to one side so that he's not directly above me. And he scoots over and stops again <laughs> right above my head. And I was like, okay, that's that's freaky. I did it again, went back the other way, and he followed me back. And I did I did that a few times and I'm like, okay. Man, uh, so it's like that awkward like hallway moment where you're like, oh uh, 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 sorry. Oh no uh, okay. Let you go left, I'll go okay. Right. I was like, what did I do to you? Did your brother like climb in my mouth while I was sleeping and then I swallow him? Like, I swear it's, it wasn't my fault. Um, but he, he, I went back and forth a couple of times and he followed me. So then I'm, I've psyched myself up. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is freaky. I am not having a good time. So I finally, I'm like, I'm going to make a big move. So I, I, like slinked off the side of my bed. Like I didn't sit up. I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get closer to him. Right. So I didn't sit up. I just kind of slid my body off the side of the bed. Right. Took some blankets with me or whatever. I wasn't messing around. I just went for it. Um, And he follows me. He follows me again. I'm on the floor and he follows me over and he stops (laughs) right above me and i was like i'm done i'm out bye like i i I don't want to kill him like what if he's some like mystical spider i don't know so i i basically grabbed my blanket which had fallen off the bed with me crawled out of my room as fast as i could and closed the door i was like (laughs) you i don't go live elsewhere don't follow me anymore i'm out and uh that was pretty freaky the next day, I was like, I don't know if I can sleep in my bed again. Like, what if he's still in there? I don't know where he went. Um, so that that's my... Uh, even now, man, I'm, I'm the sweat's a little bit. Um, so that's... Really? Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm, again, I'm psyching myself up. I'm telling the story. But uh, it, was, uh, it, was a weird, it was a weird situation. I did not like it early in the morning. So there you go. And so if you had a similar situation now with a spider, do you feel you would be slinking yourself out of your bed? If he followed me over one time, uh, no, I'm finding something and I'm (laughs) squashing him. Okay. So I don't know (laughs) if I, I, you know really overcame that fear or whatever, but I don't think that it would affect me as much as it did. But still, come on. If a spider's following you around like that, 
Yeah. That'd That's freak, freaky. That'd freak you out. Yeah. How about um, you? How about you? You got you got some kind of phobia that you're no phobia about anymore? So when when I was when I was a child, I specifically remember like the like I mean because I I had to share a room um, as 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 a lot of you do out there, right? And as much as sharing a room sucks. <laughs> and stuff you have a little bit of comfort there that you know somebody else you know is is there and if noises or something right happen it's probably them or if it's not them you know and as a course as the youngest you know uh-huh. i'm also like okay well i'm you know obviously not the person that's going to go investigate something because that's the worst you know, and I'm, right. I'm the littlest, but, um, except for this one time. And I think I explained, we went over this, uh, with a haunted house where, uh, I was going through the haunted house with my brother and sister and I was uh-huh. behind them and I saw the scary witch and I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I know the story of Hansel and Gretel. No. And I like turned around and ran towards the entrance uh-huh. and then, and then they got freaked out. And they were like, oh, we'll just make Brandon go first. And they turned around and I was gone. <laughs> so <laughs> that freaked that freaked them out, even though they were gonna push me into the like whatever was gonna come around the corner. It's totally messed up. That's not that's, anyway. That's not sibling love yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. So I remember when I started uh sleeping by myself in my own room. Yeah. Um this is again probably around I don't know probably around ninety five ish I guess we'll just say <laughs> ninety five is a crazy year. It was uh, a crazy no, it was probably a little bit later than that. Okay, like, uh, and everything. Um, I'm sleeping in the basement, so it's super dark. Right. And you get all the noises of the house, right? Because you got the water heater, you got the furnace, you got the creakies upstairs, and anything and everything. So, right. I'm lying in bed, and I used to sit up, bolt up, right, when I would wake up. Like, really? My alarm goes off, I wake up in the middle of the night, something like that, like, whoosh, like, like, like a that you know, don't wake dad board game, just like whoosh, you know, <laughs> was that off of me and was that like just that. because you were on high alert or because that's how you enjoyed waking up? Like, I don't know. Like, okay, I, I, I remember specific times when I did not enjoy it when I switched back to a bunk bed for a temporary time, <laughs> and <laughs> our, our bunk beds were. They were perpendicular, mm-hmm. so it's not like one bunk bed is directly under another bunk bed. It just sticks out at a 90-degree angle, Right. and I was sleeping with my head under the bunk bed, and I bolted up and smacked my head onto the bottom of the other one, and I was like, oh, and I was in a daze enough, but alert enough to where I'm like, I don't want to do that again, so I turned myself around and put my pillow on the other side of the bed, but then I had scooted down to the foot of the bed enough 
to where when I sat up in the morning, I came Still all the it. way up uh-huh. at 90 degrees and smacked my forehead again. Um, so that was kind of a, like, <laughs> oh, maybe I should rethink this. And, um, and so I remember being in bed in the dark and just thinking somebody's going to come and they're going to kill me. They're going to stab me, uh-huh. or shoot me or something like that. Like the burglar's going to be in here and like, I just could not sleep. I could not sleep because I'm just terrified about this and thinking about it for hours and then like I eventually drafted off to sleep and then I bolted upright when I woke up and everything like that. Yeah. And so like the next night, again, I couldn't sleep and stuff like that. And I was like, I have to not bolt upright because if you're going to get shot, <laughs> like you're going to get shot if you startle a burglar. Like if a burglar's ruffling, rifling through your stuff right. and he thinks you're asleep or she or she thinks you're asleep. Right. Um, and you bolt upright, bam! Like, you're going to get shot. <laughs> like, that's that's just a given right. at that point. So I, like, I like over the next couple of nights, I, like, trained myself, if I heard something, to just, like, just kind of tense my body and, like, not to, like, bolt up. To just, like, be like, oh, like, don't move, don't move, don't move, don't move. And then, like, barely peek an eye out, uh, an eye open, you know, to try to, I was like, to try to see. It's kind of a fate situation. You, you pull the eye out and poke it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's one night where I'm sitting there and I'm freaking out. And this is like, this is like a while. Like, I'm, I'm, and it's not like a nightlight kind of a thing. You know, because it doesn't matter if I can see or not. It's like, it matters if, you know, like what, what am I going to, what, what am I going to do if something's out there? Right. You know, and everything like that. And so, um, you know, if somebody's upstairs, you know, what's my obligation to my house if I hear a burglar upstairs? It's nothing. You you just let them take whatever you whatever they want. You just stay in bed right. and hopefully just lock your lock your door or whatever. So I'm I'm freaking out about all this kind of stuff, and so, but I remember specifically, like being like, you were just making yourself tired. You were just sitting up, not sitting up, but you were staying awake right at night, just just contemplating and dreading these things and freaking out and nothing happened last night. Nothing happened the night before. And I just really came to the realization where I'm like, you know, if they're going to kill you, they're going to kill you if you're awake or you're asleep. So you might as well just get some sleep (laughs) and just risk it. it. (laughs) Right. And so I just kind of talked myself into this, like, you know, just take the plunge and just fall asleep because if you wake up dead, you wake up dead. But if you wake up and it's morning, all right. You know, really? like you sit, sitting up is not going to do you any good. And and gradually kind of just got over that 
But I must say, it kind of happened like a couple nights ago. Um, really? Like I heard like a distinct sound, and I was like, I don't want to go look through my house. Like, we are in this room. The dog is safe. I checked on her. Uh-huh. Whatever's going on in the basement, just let it go on. Close the basement door so you know if somebody opens it. You, I looked on the security cameras. Nobody had come in or out when the sound happened. Wow. No indication of what the sound was. And I'm like, just go to bed, man. Just, just, just don't even think about it. Because if they're stealing all your stuff downstairs, great. You get new stuff. <laughs> you know, like, don't even worry about it. And and everything like that. And, like, I don't oh, know. Man. The whole, like, going around and investigating your house is, it still freaks me out. Dude, no, it's I hear like, you. I hear you. I used to, as a kid, have, I just had an overactive imagination kind of thing. But at, mm-hmm. my, at my parents' house, you know, that the... The uh, sliding glass door in the back there. Okay, I'm blindfolded. I'm going down. The, yes, I got right, it. right, right. I've made myself a. I made myself a sandwich. Going down the stairs. <laughs> exactly. Um. Uh, that I mean, at night, of course, everything glares through the wind. You know, you kind of get mm-hmm. the the glare off the window from the inside. So many nights, especially as an older kid wherein I could be by myself or up past everybody else or whatever the mm-hmm. brain would start going and I would just like I know I'm gonna turn to that door and there's gonna be someone just standing there like oh you just know? like jump scare style just <laughs> yeah just standing there and I'm like he's gonna kill me I don't know but uh, yeah I had a lot of stuff like that uh, I you do you remember the movie Harry and the Hendersons? Yes. For those who don't know or who are just joining us, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Harry and the Hendersons is a movie with John Lithgow about a uh, Bigfoot that comes to stay. Basically, this family they like run it over and then they keep it. Right. They think <laughs> it's, it's they think it's dead or whatever. Right. And he's like, nah, yeah. nah, I'm alive. So I don't know how many times I watched that movie. I loved it. I thought it was fun. It was great. One day. And, and you know, Harry's nice. And he goes back. And they take him back to the woods. And there's all those Bigfoot out there. And you're like, how did nobody know that? Um, but when I was a kid, well, I don't know. Again, like the movie didn't freak me out at all. But one day. I went to open my garage from the inside. I'm inside the garage. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to ride my bike or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the thought just came to my brain. Harry is on the top of my garage. <laughs> and as soon as I open the garage door, he's going to jump down and land right in front of me. <laughs> and with that goofy face of his. Exactly. <laughs> But, uh, dude, that freaked me out for, like, I was afraid to open my garage for a while. I'd be like, uh, and, like, try to fling it up as fast as I could and run back and be like, don't scare me, Harry. We're, we're, we're cool, right? We're still friends. Um, but yeah, lots of stuff like that. I don't know. Okay. So the, 
the monster creature that I was afraid of as a child. Yeah. And having never seen it, and we I can't remember. We might have talked about this already. Um, you remember the movie Critters? I do kind of. I don't think I've ever seen it, but they're the little ball dudes with the huge mouths, right? Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like truffle or tribbles with teeth, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. So these little hedgehog kind of looking things with these giant sharp teeth and everything like that. Well, I too had never seen this movie, especially as a child. <laughs> uh-huh. But I had seen a poster for it. And right. the thing about it is they're only probably in the movie, yeah, like, you know, the size, like, of, yeah, basically a hedgehog. They're basically only five inches tall, maybe. Right. Something like that. But the poster is just a giant picture of this uh-huh. critter that then makes it, in my little kid mind, Enormous. As big or bigger than me. Right. And there was a... Um, we used to go to this lake and they had all these different things you could do at the lake. All these platforms you can jump off and swim and yada, yada, yada. And um, there was... You can like rent a canoe or a paddle boat and go um, all around. And there was this part that was very overgrown... And they had these little coves uh-huh. and everything, and they were very, um, yeah, like just a lot of uh, overhanging trees and stuff like that. And I just remember like going through, and like every cove, I'm like, there, that's where the critters live. It's like the well, it wasn't even the critters. It was like that's where the <laughs> critter, this <laughs> just giant one big one, <laughs> yeah, this giant fur ball with teeth. Like, you know, the six foot, you know, killer um, hedgehog thing is going to come out and like, and like attack you or something like that. Right. And that freaked me, freaked me out pretty good. And I was always like, no, no, we got to turn around and like, you know, turning a canoe around in these tiny little coves. And like try <laughs> back, back paddle. <clears throat> yeah. So. Oh, freaking myself out right now. I know, right? Yeah. It brings it back up, man. It's crazy. It does. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I had a lot of kind of things like that where things that were pretty uh, docile would, for some reason, freak me out later on. Like, mm-hmm. I I had a recurring dream for a while. Again, seen the movie Gremlins. I understand Gizmo's great. Um, mm-hmm. But I had this. The best. I had this reoccurring dream for a while as a kid that I was walking down my street at night. It was foggy, like you know, street streets are uh, in your dreams. <laughs> I was gonna say in like you know, nineteenth century London. <laughs> exactly. Like... Exactly. I'm like, are you, is your name Jack? Okay, I'm gone. Um, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, but then I would see off in the distance Gizmo with his crossbow all ramboed up. Like, not crossbow, <laughs> or with his bow and arrow, right? All ramboed up. Right, right. And he just starts chasing me. And it's like the movies where you're, like, you're running, but you're not going anywhere. And I'm like, eh. He never got closer to me. He also was not getting mm-hmm. anywhere, but it was this whole, you know, 
oh no he's gonna get me um and and uh sometimes same thing but when i was awake sometimes i'd go into my parents room uh looking for something and they weren't there or something and i would always think he's on the opposite side of the bed on the floor <laughs> like waiting for right. me and again i knew like gizmo great 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 gizmo great gremlin's bad but it was always gizmo i don't know why I don't, I don't know what that was about. But, uh, but yeah, there you go. I- irrational yeah, other, fears. Yeah. My other freaky thing, and this is definitely uh, 95-ish because it's 94, but <laughs> Dr- Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, just had watched Jurassic Park. Terrifying. And went had like a nightmare. Went into my mom's room to tell her I had this nightmare uh-huh. and she had a floral uh, bedspread that just in the dark just looked like the frills of the Dilophosaurus oh. you know just uh-huh. and everything and so I just freaked out and just went back to bed I'm like I'm not going in there she's already been eaten <laughs> mom's dead <laughs> just move on <laughs> go back to bed it's too late too late for her oh my goodness yeah. that's amazing so so yeah let us let us know about your irrational childhood fears that was a yeah we got there we got to that's somewhere good. after a minute mm-hmm. so um nice 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 how how about we shift into the new, my man? You got something get, get new, some new going on with you? Yeah. So um, something new for me is um, so I got. I guess we'll call it a promotion or like an upgrade. Say huh? At work. Okay. <laughs> at at work. Um, so yeah, I've been at this company for just a couple of months and everything and, um, okay. To the managers and supervisors out there, Uh when you go to your employees and you say, come find me or like in my office or come find me before the end of the day or something like that, give some indication of what this is meeting is about <laughs> uh-huh because the first thing that goes through most people's minds if it's not a normal occurrence like hey come find me i gotta like you know we gotta talk like again even something like hey come find me we gotta talk about that thing you brought up you know or we got whatever right right like like if you're and this is this is like not even my boss. This is like my boss's boss's boss. So this is like the like COO of the company. Uh-huh. And it's you're like, like we don't <laughs> talk. Like, what's going on? Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, and so it's like, come find me. And it's like, so you kind of just this dread of like, I don't know what this is about. Like, da-da-da. right. So, um, offers me this, you know, uh, this new position and all this kind of different stuff and, and everything like that. Uh, but the interesting thing is I was like talking about it and uh, with my wife and stuff and 
I was like, this is this has come about because it's like you remember a couple of weeks ago when I was like, I have to go to work early because I need to get a good spot. Like I need to get the good computer uh-huh. so that that's like right next to my actual boss, so like my immediate supervisor. Uh, because every day when we go in, there's a lot of things to do, and it's kind of a hodgepodge of like who who does what. Like it's really there's not a lot of like you know assignments. It's just like we got to do all these samples. They got to go through these three different processes. So just when you get here, start on process number one. If you get here after process number one has already started, get to work on process number two or whatever, whatever. And then interesting. So I'm like, if I <clears throat> if I get this good spot and like next to my supervisor, like she's got a lot of stuff to deal with. Uh-huh. And so when she's like, and she does voices her frustration or like, oh, like what about this or da da. She'll, like, ask for people's opinion on, like, what to do or whatever. And uh-huh. so I'm like – and I'm like, this is this is office politics. It's not my favorite thing, but it's just, like, I just know it will work. If I'm there and she asks, like, oh, like, I don't know what right. to do with this or, oh, we get these things in. How do you think we should handle this? But I'll you're... just be like, oh. Right. What were you saying? Well, I was just saying, so you're just the first point of contact, right? Because you're right Exactly. There. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm there to Easiest vent to. Access. I'm there to right. share ideas. I'm there to, to kind of joke around and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah. And so, like, for me, one of my strengths is just problem solving and streamlining things and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so, that's pretty much what happened is... I saw this opportunity of just be like, okay, if I'm here, if I, you know, have this position, I'm doing my stuff and helping out in these little spots. And then this one thing came about where this, you know, issue was happening. And I was like, well, what if we did this? And I, she's like, and I wrote out this new kind of procedure, sent it to her. And she's like, that sounds awesome. That's going to save us a ton of time. She ran it up the flagpole and everything like that. And I'm pretty sure that's where this position came from. Nice. Is is it's now I'm I'm not necessarily a supervisor, but I'm like now taking on her role in like in that, you know, process so she can move on to other things and you know, kind of streamlining that kind of like streamlining the, uh, the so you're uh, the different things we're doing. So you're kind of heading up that procedure that you came up with. Is that the thing? Is that well, that kind procedure, of? the procedure I came up with is one very small part. Okay. But yes, exactly. It's like taking that procedure and like, okay, that was good. It saved us, you know, a couple, you know, man hours a day. Um, so here's the rest of these tasks that I have to do. If you can streamline those, I don't have to do them. It's going to take you less time to do them than I was doing them. And right. so you can still do your other job too and stuff like that. So nice. It's, it's, yeah. So it's basically just something that 
Um, I don't know. I feel good about because I think that's where I excel is doing things in Excel. Not even joking. Just like literally right. just saying like there's a lot of randomness here and it literally if we just put this in a shareable spreadsheet, it would help and, and things like that. So Right, right. And since I can – and this is what the – but that's the thing is like um, immediately after that conversation with like we want to we want to extend this out to you we see that you're good at communication and written communication and you'll be dealing with clients outside of the office and or like you know reaching out to them and da 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 nice the next the next thing was like hey come talk to me and i'm like oh what's going on he's like uh you tested positive for covid so go home for two weeks oh no mm-hmm <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> So it was like, again, back to back, like he comes at you with the same approach. Like, hey, come talk to me. It's like, that's not, that's not disarming. <laughs> like, like the disarming part comes like, hey, we have something we want to offer you that's like really good. Like, come talk to me in my office when you get a chance. Right. Versus like, hey, come find me. It's like, ugh, it's the worst. Right. So... Because like HR used to do that um, at, my, at my other job is they would email you and say like, hey, we need to talk to you about something. And you're like, oh my gosh, what is this? What did I do? Did I say something inappropriate? Whatever. And you go down there and they're like, hey, you know, we – this thing happened and we just want to know like you were there when it happened or you were – in the same room or whatever. Right. Can you give us like your take on it? Right. And you're like, so this has nothing really to do with me. And you're like, and I've told them that I'm like, you need to give some kind of indication, whether this is a disciplinary thing against me or not, but they love that. They seem to really, at this point, that HR department really like to have you kind of like sweat it out uh-huh. because then if you go down there and they're like, Hey, we have a question. You're like, okay, I'm sorry, I did it. <laughs> like, I didn't mean to. Like, da 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 da. Like, just you know, dump out all of your guilt. I think they like they were like really kind of hoping for that kind of stuff because it oh, just seemed man. like they're like, <laughs> that's not cool. That's not cool, bros. Mm-hmm. They have that power. So over. yeah. So yeah. So just you know, hey. Uh, you know, should be doing a good job. I want to talk to you about something, even something as simple as that, or it's just like, yeah, sweet, yeah, or something just real quick. I I think you'll find it. You know, I think you'll like it. You know, something yeah, like or that. Just like a like, little, like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it's it's not like it has to be a big secret before you actually go in. You know, it's like, right. hey, hey, we got this new position. I want to talk to you about. It's like cool. Not like, you know, even if it's disciplinary it's like hey i need to talk to you about your schedule okay like that gives me some kind of information (laughs) right right yeah anyway what new is for you do well it's been a second since we did it did a new since last week we talked um oh yeah our game we did our game so we didn't do a new so uh, this is actually a little bit old but my wife and i um, um, we went down to Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. Um, that's fine. 
Um, we went down to Arizona uh, before Thanksgiving. Um, my sister and her family just moved from Maryland to there. So we went down and helped them uh, pack in some of their stuff and find homes for things and whatnot. And, dude, it was really fun and enjoyable. We had a great time. We didn't, nice. never, we didn't get to see them terribly a lot since they were on the, you know, East Coast. But now just 12 hours away, which is a good drive. Oh, so you guys but drove. Two boat. We drove. We drove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was me and my wife and our kids, our two kids. And we went there and they had fun playing with their cousins and and we we did a lot, dude. We did got a lot done. So, um, so yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Really, we just we had a great time. We, um, yeah, I don't know. Their house is awesome. Their house is awesome. <laughs> they got they got a pool, right? They do have a pool. Yeah, it had some issues uh, with the water was too basic, basic, uh, and and like burn your skin if you went in. So they had what? Some, yeah, like it was that it was that was it was that alkaline that it was uh, <laughs> it was not safe. So yikes, we, we weren't allowed to swim, but they had they had to you know fix some stuff up to get that going but we did get the hot tub up and going by the by the end of the time we were there so we got to use that a little bit um yeah their house is awesome it has uh uh i don't even know how to describe it it's a it's amazing (laughs) it's an amazing amazing place so they have a huge room upstairs. It's like a toy room that they put all their toys in. They have four mm-hmm. bedrooms upstairs, one of which is my sister's office now. And there's a different office downstairs. That's my brother-in-law's office. And, uh, yeah, man, it's a really cool, cool spot. And we had great time. So um, I'm trying to think of. Arizona in November. Dude, that's it, definitely dude. It was like the 80, time to go. It was like eighty degrees there. It was amazing. Every night, the sunset was crazy. Um, hmm. What it, do you mean? It was just because it, it, of the weather there, and because it's a desert. There's like not too many clouds, but the clouds that are there are kind of wispy and make like cool patterns. And then when the sun goes down, you're like, what is up with the sky? It's crazy. Um, so like every night was a really cool sunset off the cloud kind of situation. Um, and it was weird. So they're like right at the edge of town. And so you basically, and they're kind of up on a little hill. So in the backyard, you can kind of just look out and see past the houses and then it's just desert, tons of cactus, and hmm. it's crazy. Is it uh, is it zeroscaped, or do they have, like, a yard, like a lawn or anything? They don't. I mean, they have patches in the front and the back. They're small of uh, AstroTurf. Oh, AstroTurf. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and then the rest of it is, 
you know, some bushes and rocks and whatnot. Uh, they, I mean, but it's a pretty good f- desert. Like, you can get a lot of things to grow there that are green. Like, they have a nice tree in the backyard and and bushes mm-hmm. and, and stuff lining the backyard and stuff like that. So, um, so you see a lot of that kind of stuff. And the desert is really a pretty green desert, as it were. Um, you know, if you weren't like, that's a giant sequoia. You wouldn't really, you might not think of it as a desert just by looking at it, which mm-hmm. is which I didn't remember. I had been there a long time ago as a child, small wonderkin. Um, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, anyways, so it was fun. We were there for just three days, drove down, um, our youngest, which is two. She didn't sleep either time in the car, 12 hours. Oh. Wow. Well, more like 14 both ways because it took Mm -hmm. us lots of stops and whatnot. But uh, they did really well. They did very well in the car, but she didn't sleep. And I was like, what is your deal, baby? Um, But yeah, so that was pretty new. We got out and got to have a small vacation where we worked, but it was great. It was a lot of fun, so. There you go. Thanks, guys, if you're listening. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's just, like you said, it's not terribly far um, and everything like that. It, and um, But the weather just changes so drastically. Yeah, in the it's fact crazy. Like, like, if you drove, if you drove 12 miles, or 12 miles, 12 hours north... Mm-hmm. Like it would be, di- it would be, it would be cold. Well, but well yeah. Be. For well, for contrast, from where I live, uh, my band goes to North Dakota all the time, and that's about twelve hours. Mm-hmm. And that's North Dakota, and that's right close to you know, Canada. It it does get cold up there. We've been up there many times in the winter, and it's cold. It's for it's cold. It's cold. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 12 hours up in November would be pretty chilly. 12 hours down in November, uh, yeah, it's like 80. It's crazy. It's a pretty big swing for a day's drive. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, crazy, crazy. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that is it for that's this us. week. Uh, yeah. That's, we, we, we've, We've done a thing. It is it is great that you have been here with us on the we thing. We appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we are still gonna ask for anybody's opinion on uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh, yes. Google, yes. Gmail. Just tag and Brando. Uh, hit us up with your your stories and um, yeah. What, what freaked you out as a kid? Like when, you know, you don't, you don't gotta give us too many details if it still freaks you out. But, right. Um, <laughs> we, we are, we are right there with you. Yeah. Um, and if you're a time traveler, um, hit us up, you know, we will believe you. I mean, that's, that's we're ready goes, to, we're ready to believe. Yeah, we're ready to believe. 
you know, show us, show us something from the future or tell us something about ourselves that, oh, and I looked it up. Jimi Hendrix died in September of, uh, 70. So we would have been late on that. Oh man. All the good stuff happened earlier in 1970. We missed it all. November was a tough time traveling month for that year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. When is so maybe that's maybe that's the next question is what what uh, would you pick to time travel to to make it as easy as possible to convince right. people? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and not that you're a lunatic. That's, that's right. The other side right. of that coin. So, all right. Well. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and join us uh, next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.